AFCON 2010. The trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free makes its way to Denver June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager, where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates, not to mention over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Plus, we are proud to be working with Search Engine Strategies to present an additional day of all new search engine marketing sessions and tracks. Add unbeatable nighttime networking capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate bash, and you have the complete affiliate trade show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. Once again, for Affiliate Marketing Today, with that practical joker himself, I go to pool. Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, yes, I did play a practical joke on uh, Darren and Brandy last week during Ad Tech. It was actually quite an enjoyable time, and uh, never saw Darren jump that high, uh, move that fast, so it was, it was actually kind of funny. Uh, AdTech was actually a great uh, great time to be had for all. Uh, made some good contacts, and uh, I hope everyone who was there stopped by the uh, Webmaster Radio booth. Of course, you know Webmaster Radio is the official uh, radio station for AdTech. Uh, we've also expanded our lineup, but uh, I'll leave that to the, uh, the man himself, Darren, to talk about at a later date. Uh, our show today, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, I guess. Uh, we've also had a problem trying to connect with our special guest today, uh, scheduling conflicts, and uh, then, of course, the hurricane hitting, uh, hitting our studios and taking things out there. But uh, I'm really glad to announce our special guest for today's show, uh, Mr. Chris Sanderson from AMWSO, or AMSWO, as, as we call it here. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you very much, Ike. It's, it's a pleasure to finally be on the show after, uh, I think it's four or five attempts we've had so far. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's been uh, definitely worth, it's definitely worth the wait, though. And the reason why much. I wanted to bring Chris on is because I, from, from day one when I met Chris, uh, online, of course, uh, we haven't met yet, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> the programs he's run and the way he's run them have set a precedent in outsourced program management for everyone else to follow. He, his leadership skills, the quality of the programs, the payouts on the programs, the terms, and the actual production from the programs that he runs and his team runs is absolutely phenomenal. And what I wanted to do was share some of, 
some of, uh, some of that knowledge and some of the programs that he has with everyone in the listening audience. Then we're going to touch base and, and see what he sees as the industry, what's happening, because there's been many things happening in the industry since, uh, since he took over a, a, a little-known diamond company named Mondera and managed it, uh, and selling $30,000 rocks uh, left and right uh, all these years. So, Chris, give us, give us a little history on AMWSO, how it's grown, how you started first with Mondera, and, and, and some of the programs you're dealing with today. Uh, thanks, Michael. That's, uh, that's a very, uh, very big intro for me. Thanks a lot. Um, well, I generally got started in affiliate marketing back in Mondera, as you mentioned, and that would have been probably about 2001. Um, initially, Mondera had a, an affiliate program that was running on B3. It was, uh, it was running uh, fairly poorly and, uh, and generally inhabited by the usual suspects of Ebates and uh, your, your average uh, um, adware software. Uh, and we looked at it and thought, you know, there's, there's, there's potential here. We need to do something with this. And... Uh, I looked at it, we decided to move it off of B3 onto LinkShare, and, and then we kind of applied a lot of different practices that we thought were going to work, uh, learning a lot from people like Andy Rodriguez and Sean from Overstock to, um, to drive the program to great success, and uh, it expanded over the, over the next two years until we were doing around 500,000, 800,000 a month uh, in the uh, peak, peak um, uh, Christmas seasons. Um, so that was really what we got started from. And... Then as the business grew, we started hearing from other merchants who were saying, hey, Chris, uh, can you do this for our, for our clients, uh, for our, our, our uh, e-commerce sites? Uh, the first one was actually Net Magazine, so we thought, you know, this is interesting. There's obviously a, a kind of business out there for doing this sort of work for other clients. So we, uh, we hooked up with Net Magazines, and we started running their program, and uh, it kind of grew from there. So over the period of, I think now it's been about four or five years now, we've, we've gone from uh, just from one era to about 20 different merchants right now. Um, Right now, we've got to a point where it's, it's, it, we've become a little bit fussy, I guess, in who we take on, and, and so that, that's the, that helps us be successful in terms of how we can present those programs to our, to our affiliates and making sure that they're getting the best we can offer to them. Absolutely. Now, some of the programs that you do manage today uh, include some of the best-picked, hand-picked offers out there a different in, across different networks also, uh, but... What is the criteria to become a uh, a program managed by AMWSO? Uh, that's that's changed a lot over the um, last few years. I think the um, two years ago it was uh, if you if you contacted us that was good enough and uh, and away we went. Um, since then we've we've kind of looked at uh, people who have a, a good product base, a, a a product that we think is going to convert and be popular with uh, with the consumer. And ultimately, we need a product that is is going to be popular. There's nobody. There's no point in trying to push a product that is uh, that isn't going to work. It's it's going to waste everybody's time, our time, the merchant's time, and of course the affiliate's time. So we want to make sure that what we're pushing is is a product that we believe is going to sell well. It's going to convert well. It's got a, a decent commission, and of course that the merchant is is aware of our kind of uh, belief that adware is not a, not a way to move forward. So certainly we want a merchant to uh, agree with our practices in terms of how we're going to market their products. Um, we do take on the occasional product that we, we think has a bit of potential as a, as a bit of experiment, and those are the ones that are potentially a bit risky and uh, not, not a guaranteed success. But generally, generally we look at the uh, at the sites that we think will bring in immediate and uh, and uh, powerful success for everybody. No, definitely. I mean, some of these some of these company names like Good Times Entertainment, they're one of the largest uh, as seen on TV with all those Billy Blanks videos and. Uh, you look at Panda Software. I mean, everyone knows who Panda is. Uh, Cakeworks, which is actually left on Maine, uh, left on Maine in uh, .dot com holdings of Buffalo, 
with specialty niche products. Uh, I mean, you you drive works as as auto parts. You've got it from from fitness to shades to motivational to diamonds. You've got a really nice selection of the merchants that you've you've allowed into AMWSO, and I know that the affiliates have have definitely reaped the rewards of uh, of your your picking, your your scrutiny, and 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 mastering of. Uh, and I I use the word mastering specifically in mastering in running the program uh, as clean and as possible and as educated as possible for affiliates and merchants alike. But where you've you've gotten over the course of these years, uh, I've noticed uh, as you mentioned, Mandera started on B Free. Uh, I know that obviously we know that B Free merged into uh, CJ, but you were mostly a uh, a link share based merchant and uh or most of the clients you took on were from link share and now i see that you're spreading out and you've gone into uh share sale of course and uh i hear some rumors about cj getting out there you're in cj too uh what do you see as the difference between the networks and their base and and how they respond to uh to to the offers and to the programs. Yeah, we, we start off on LinkShare with Mondeo, and I, I believe we still have the majority of our clients are actually on LinkShare. I mean, uh, certainly uh, working with Stephen and, and Kelly and other members of the LinkShare team has, has been a, a huge benefit for us knowing how they work uh, and how they're supporting us. I mean, uh, certainly they have, been, they have been the kind of um, core of our success from the start. I mean, uh, I understand that the different affiliates have different issues, different networks, but for us, LinkShare has been the, the network they gave us our start, and uh, and we're always going to respect the fact that they are our, um, you know, they're our, they're our roots, um, and we've grown from there. Um, after working on LinkShare, we kind of grew initially to look on to take on merchants on ShareSell, and, and obviously ShareSell is a is an excellent network for any any merchant that's looking for a, a, program, a network that's run with a, with great ethics and with a with a great uh, range of affiliates who are who want to work with ethical programs. So certainly ShareSell was our, our next stop in terms of programs that. Uh, we're looking to get into affiliate marketing. I wanted something that was a bit more controlled than the link share system in terms of who was allowed in and, and what they were allowed to do. So I think ShareSell has a great model that is going to grow and it's going to become more popular. I know that uh, the link share are, are looking at ShareSell on a fairly constant basis to see what Brian's up to and, and uh, what sort of practices they can look at bringing there. I think it's, uh, I think it's maybe one thing that uh, link share don't talk about a great deal, but I certainly think they do uh, look at ShareSell as, as a uh, not a competitor, but somebody they'd like to work a little bit closer with and... Uh, and um, emulate in some areas. We've, we've also kind of moved on to uh, CJ. Now, CJ, I guess we, we, we moved on to because we had clients uh, that we, we, we took over. And um, whilst we are, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the CJ network, I have to admit. Um, I have issues with the, with the way they, uh, they have run it today, and I have issues with the fact that I can't get the information I want on my affiliates, and the reporting isn't as good as LinkShare or as, or as ShareSL, to be honest. Um, but we have clients who are on CJ, and, uh, and if they're happy, then uh, then Cine will keep moving along there and hopefully grow their program successfully, regardless of the network. At the end of the day, I, I don't think the network is is a, a key item uh, for the merchant or the affiliate to be concerned about. At the end of the day, it's about the affiliate and the merchant getting together and doing their business and and working within whatever restrictions or capabilities the network's put in there. I, I don't see the network as being something that people should be too overly concerned about. Uh, of late, we've started looking at, at Share Results as well. They have another great network that's again ethics-based. Um, certainly, I think with uh, Share Results and Share Results coming along with uh, with their um, their networks and their way of doing business, it puts a lot more pressure on the top guys to you know sort out their own uh, 
rules and regulations and, and hopefully perform in a, a better way for everybody in the business. Absolutely. I've, I myself have seen uh, a cleaning up, if you will, on both sides with uh, Linkshare with Project Athena and shares uh, with CJ with, uh, with their new PSA agreement. Uh, definitely have been cleaning up and trying to weed through and uh, call and get the most productive people and real people within the networks. And I definitely believe that that was uh, directly relational to uh, companies like Share Results moving up and uh, Brian at ShareSale doing what he's been doing for these, for these years also. Uh, and that's only a good thing for the industry. I, I think it's only for the better. Interesting point you made was that you, you don't really see the network that the program is on as influencing or making a difference in your affiliate base's uh, results. That, that's very interesting. So, uh, it, go ahead, please. I really think that, I really think that there is, there is a too much um, uh, emphasis put on the network. Uh, at the end of the day, the relationship really is about the trust between the merchant and the affiliate. It's not about, uh, okay, it is about in some, in, in some people's ideas it, uh, that it's about the network, but I think it's, it's more about, okay, if you trust your merchant and, you, and the merchant trusts the affiliates, then that, that's the important issue there. You know, if, if, a, if an affiliate thinks that the that a merchant's not tracking, well, that's, that's something that the merchant can go and resolve and uh, sort out for them. I don't think it comes down to, okay, well, just because a person doesn't trust the network, that it should it should be an issue that they distrust every single merchant on that network. I think that's a uh, very um, uh, unfortunate way of thinking about things. That because it can influence everybody's business, and it, it can stop a merchant from doing well, and it can stop an affiliate from getting onto great programs just because they have a, a particular dislike of, of a whole network's way of doing things. Now, and I totally agree with that. Also, you can't just blame. The whole network and not work with a network because of a merchant, or or not work with a bunch of merchants because of a network. It, I mean, it's it all boils down to the relationship with the with the merchant uh, affiliate manager or OPM and the affiliate themselves. I think that's a higher right, exactly. higher precedent than than the network. Uh, yeah. Getting to that though, uh, one of the things that I've noticed a lot of people ask in 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 the course of the years of running the board. Um, is what kind of crossover, and I, I know this may be sort of confidential because you're on the different networks and, and you see different things, but don't you see what, what everyone postulates, that everyone's on all the, I mean, the top performers are on all the different networks? Oh, they certainly are. I mean, the, the, I think if you look at any, any program or any network, you're going to see a lot of uh, people working across both networks and, and programs from all, all walks of the business. So there is a huge amount of crossover um, um, within the programs. Um, certainly with the, with the smaller networks, it takes a bit of time for them to take up, the, they, to get the bigger guys involved. But again, that comes down to the merchants and the, and the networks getting together and bringing those big guys. Uh, it's certainly something that... that um, I know ShareSale initially had issues with, but uh, certainly we're seeing a lot of bigger affiliates working on the on ShareSale nowadays, and that, that's really fantastic to see. It's certainly good for the merchants uh, and for the network to see those big guys joining up now. Absolutely, absolutely. With that, let's take a uh, quick two-minute break, pay some bills, uh, pay for this great quality con- uh, content that we have here, and we're going to be right back in two minutes with Chris Anderson. 
A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. And welcome back, everyone, uh, to Affiliate Marketing Today. We're here with our special guest from halfway around the world, over in Thailand, Chris Sanderson, uh, Affiliate Manager, OPM to the stars, the best affiliates out there in, uh, in the little affiliate world. And uh, we're having a good conversation about uh, the different networks, crossover, and how, uh, how his program, AMWSO, has grown in the past four or five years. One of the things I wanted to touch base with you, uh, Chris, is this funny thing called OPM. I mean, it was started, uh, you and, and Andy Rodriguez started this uh, kind of kind of out of the blue. Uh, it showed up in the industry as a blip on the radar, uh, as a having an outsourced program system. And I've only seen it become bigger, better, and a wiser way for companies to manage programs. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. The other day I got an email from a, uh, an aff- a new affiliate manager who had just taken over for an affiliate manager who had just taken over for another affiliate manager who had just taken over uh, for another affiliate manager over the course of about a year. How, as affiliates, do you, does anyone perceive that we can build a trusting relationship with that affiliate manager or that merchant if they keep on changing out affiliate managers. And that's what I think the beauty of OPM is, because here you develop the relationship with the company, the OPM, and they go out, find the merchants, get the merchants, have a good rock-solid base, and then you trust that OPM. So people trust AMWSO programs, they trust Andrew Rodriguez programs, they trust 
uh, all the other different companies that go out there and do this. And I think it's a trend that is slowly but surely taking hold. I mean, granted, not sl- that slowly. I mean, you have 20 different programs, but the way this is going, do you foresee it growing further and bigger into the industry, wherein you could be managing maybe like 50 different programs with, with the proper staff? Um, it's interesting you put out that question of growing, because growing has been one of those things I've been really um, worried about, actually, if, if that's the right phrase for the last uh, couple of months. I mean, um, when I look at how our company has grown, it, it concerns me that we have grown too much. Um, I think for us to be really successful, we need potentially even to shrink it a little bit so we can focus on the merchants we've got and doing a better job with those with those clients. Now, the issue is for me is that I think, okay, right, I, I have 20 programs, and I add another program, another program, another program. And every time I add a program, I'm going out to the affiliates and saying, hey, guys, another great program for you guys to support. Please put those links up. Please get the data feed. Please develop some content. You know, Please develop more websites for me now. This obviously is putting more and more pressure on, on my affiliate partners to do more and more for me. So, you know, where does it stop? Do I keep adding merchants and expect them to do more? Or do I say, well, you know, eventually I've got to say, well, 20 merchants is enough or, you know, or 50 merchants is enough. Is it better just to focus on those 50 merchants and, and do more and do better for those 50 merchants? Or is it better to keep adding more and more merchants and, and improving their programs? Because I think you come to a point where an affiliate can only do so much in, in, in one day. And, uh, if I'm asking them to do more and more and more for adding more and more programs, I think eventually you come to a point where nothing more can be done and, and we, we achieve a, 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 um, a blowout of, of not getting anything done anymore. Really? Okay. So, so the old adage uh, that, that we have on the board of a page a day, uh, you're saying that if, I, if you came to me as an, uh, as an OPM and I couldn't make a page a day for those merchants, then... Something, then it's oversaturated and things wouldn't things wouldn't be correct in, in the marketplace. I'm looking at more from my point. I mean, I, I think that you're always going to have more and more merchants, and, and merchants are going to want to have their, their page a day. Now, for me, it's that you know how much how much can I as as, a, as an OPM ask of, of my dedicated uh, affiliates and the work they do for me? Now, I think if I'm saying to these guys, you know, give me 50 pages a day for my 50 merchants. Well, you know, what about the other? 20 merchants they want to work on, what about, you know, Andy Rodriguez's merchants or the other OPM's merchants, you know, they're, they're eventually getting an awful lot of things after them on a daily basis for them to do more and more and more. So I think if we are saying, okay, that, you know, AMWCO has 20 core merchants and that's as big as we want to grow, then I can I can more um, easily go out to the affiliates and say, you know, I've got these 20 merchants, then, you, you know, give me my 20 pages a day uh, rather than saying give me my 50 pages a day. I think you, you, you've got to look at it from the affiliates' point of view that they haven't got uh, an infinite amount of time and they've got to spend their time what works for them and with the merchants they trust now, you know, sure, they, they might trust me, but if I've got 50 merchants, then they, they certainly can't give me the time they might want to give me in order to grow those programs. So I think I have to look at where what is the, the maximum number of programs that we can effectively run in order to do a good job for our, for our clients and also do uh, a good job of supporting our affiliates. Interesting, interesting. That, uh, because you've taken it from, from the affiliate-centric type position as opposed to uh, looking at it from the merchants and getting more and more business and saying, okay, fine, we can do this, just create some more to- new tools to generate this, that, and the other thing, and... 50 pages a day should be done.
That's that's quite. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think fifty pages a day is, is something we can we can easily request from anybody to do for us. No, no, no. Of course uh, not. But I mean, with the tools that are out there, it, it's conceivable and it 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 is possible. Yeah, I mean, it, it's conceivable. When, and certainly with, with the tools that are out there, you can create you know, a thousand pages a day. But uh, again, I look at it from a point of view of you know how many how many merchants can I uh, give give the best support to now you know. Uh, my time is, is, is limited as an affiliate. Time. If I've got 20 merchants, I've got to spread my time over, over 20 merchants. You know, can I effectively add value to 20 different merchants even when I've got affiliate managers on those, pro- on those programs if I'm adding more and more and more? And I, I, don't, I don't think that's something I can easily do. I think we have to look at, at uh, capping out at a particular number of merchants and making sure these, these guys are good merchants, they're quality merchants, and, and putting the full focus on making sure these guys have more and more tools for those individual merchants rather than adding more and more merchants for a, a, a particular uh, set of tools. There you go. That's exactly that's the proper way of doing it. Getting to that, let's talk about some of the tools that you, you guys have spearheaded. Uh, I don't want to mention names of some of the programs that you, you do have, some of the tools that you have, because I know some of them are still... Uh, I don't know, semi-private or private, and so I'm not going to mention them. But if you could, uh, it would be great so that people can understand some of the things that you offer uh, value-added-wise to affiliates uh, for their different for their merchant programs that are run through AMWSO. Um, well, my favorite's got to be the data cleaning tool we put together. I mean, uh, that, that's a little tool that was, was put together by the request of some of our affiliates in terms of how they can more easily clean their data up, and that, that kind of grew from a, a fairly small thing to, to quite a complex bit of software right now, uh, whereby an affiliate from, from any, any merchant really can, can download that software, stick in a data feed, and clean up all the, all the messy characters, all the funny um, things that are going to appear in a data feed, uh, make sure it's nice and clean, and then export it to uh, any particular format they want. So that, that's kind of one of my favorite tools. It's a free tool that we give away to affiliates and merchants. We're happy for merchants to kind of use it, even if they're not part of our network, and, and give it away. Obviously, we have got our we have got our RSS uh, newsfeed plugged into it. There's a bit of a a bit of a, uh, a PR uh, a bit for us, but but certainly it's free and everybody can use it. Um, it, it it's in, it's looking at eventually in a, in a, in a couple of versions time as being something that whereby. The affiliates hopefully can can uh, put in a uh, defined location on the internet. They can tell the the software what they want to do in terms of cleaning that data feed or or removing piece of piece of data. Um, then telling the software where they want to send that that data feed to, and hopefully kind of automate the whole process and have it running in, in the background to do the work for them without them having to actually do any sort of manual uh, cleaning on it. But right now it's it's a bit of a, a manual process of getting the data feed, telling it what you want to what you want to clean in terms of the characters you want to change or the or the words you want to change to make that data a bit more custom, and then and then saving those profiles, you can kind of do it again and again on the same sort of data. But but that's certainly my favorite tool right now. It's uh, and it's been around, I guess, six or eight months, I guess, maybe a bit longer. Yep, just about about eight months. Yeah. And uh, anything else you want to mention out there, or do they have to join your programs to find out? Oh no, I mean I think I think most of our our, uh, our stuff is pretty public. Uh, we've got the. Um, We've got a little coupon system we're running nowadays whereby merchants can, um, again, any merchants, our merchants, or, or any merchant can plug their uh, coupons into our uh, uh, coupon data feed system, and that allows affiliates to come on and get their, their, their coupons in, uh, in uh, real time with uh, all the things pre-coded so they can just stick it straight into their system or into their, uh, into their RSS or into their, their coupon site and get the information in real time from the system as well. Again, that's, that's open to affiliates and merchants from, from any network, uh, and it's free for everybody to use as well. I mean, Certainly, I believe in, in doing all our tools uh, for free. Um, 
where we where we get our, our revenue and our value is from actually you know making sales from those tools. So certainly everything we do is uh, is aimed at being free. Um, the other things we provide is I mean for all our merchants we we, we provide a, a range of different um, uh, fast launch tools. So if, an, if a person comes on they want to get launched on good time, for example, we can give them a a ten page or one page fast launch site which allows them to get up and running very very quickly and then hopefully develop from there. Um, we do a bunch of kind of free data feeds for all our merchants as well. They so um, you if you don't want to pay CGL link share to get a data feed, then we can provide externally of the network and, uh, and get those set up for anybody. Um, yeah, the tools, I, I think the, the hand-picking of the merchants, the good quality merchants, going across networks and running multiple programs on multiple networks, which I, I think you're going to be doing shortly, uh, is definitely the keys here to, to providing the affiliates with the best overall uh, experience and chance to uh, to maximize their their earnings potential, and I think you've done a, a fantastic job in, with that, uh, tool wise, merchant wise, and and network selection as well. You've done very good with that. Uh, with that, let me just take another quick two minute break. These the, we got to pay for the phone bill, people. <laughs> we'll be back in two. <laughs> How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? All we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50%, the highest payouts on the net, and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's LOAD.com and get loaded today. And welcome back, everyone. We're here with uh, Chris Sanderson from Thailand, uh, the president of AMWSO. Uh, just to remind you all, that URL for Chris's site is uh, http www.amwso.com. And uh, when you're there, you're also going to want to check out on the left-hand side the affiliate tools section that he has, and you'll see uh, the data cleaner version 2.82 uh, there. It's a one meg zip file. You talk around the site, you'll find some good programs to uh, look at, uh, run with, and uh, some uh, very interesting things to learn from uh, from one of the best uh, outsourced program managers there are today. Um, Chris, I wanted to ask you. Uh, is right now in the marketplace, what do you see as challenges for affiliates 
and what do you see as challenges for merchants, and if uh, how we can uh, how we can kind of guide the industry a little better to uh, to help with these issues. Um, start with the merchants. I think the um, the biggest challenge for merchant is is really um, working with affiliates to ensure that the 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 affiliates are adding value to their programs. There are a lot of affiliates out there who who have no intention uh, right from the start to add any any sort of value to the to the the purchase chain uh, or to their business. So I think it's important that merchants are educated in terms of knowing what what to look for in their affiliate program, what sort of affiliates they want to work with, and making sure that they are aware that there are people out there who who really don't have any interest in adding value. They're just out there for a quick buck and and to basically steal as much as they possibly can. Um, so I think that is that is certainly a challenge on the merchant side. Um, on the affiliate side, I think the biggest challenge again is is kind of linked into that is 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 preventing these uh, these other people from from ruining the business for for for, uh, for the average affiliate. There are people out there who uh, who uh, who are basically in it for themselves. They're not looking to kind of develop the industry um, for the for the good of everybody. They're just out there to do it for themselves and make a, a, the, the quick buck. And I think um, educating everybody on, on what is what are good practices is is a key thing, and it's a challenge for for all parts of the industry. Hmm. And what do you think is a good way of of communicating that uh, that message? Uh, I think it's it's through uh, talking to merchants, talking to networks, uh, and educating people on exactly what what we believe is is the right way of doing business. I mean, uh, unfortunately, the affiliate industry isn't one that's regulated as, as far as I'm aware. I mean, I'm not up on American law there, so uh, as far as it's not regulated just yet. So I think it is something that needs to be looked at and and, and regulated to a point where. Everybody knows what is accepted and what isn't acceptable, and obviously that 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 comes in its own challenges because everybody has their own opinion of what is uh, what is the right and wrong way of running an affiliate program and, and running that sort of business. But I think I think it comes down to to uh, ongoing talks and discussions and the pressure from affiliates, pressure from merchants, um, uh, talks with networks to ensure that everybody is aware of of how we want things to be run. Uh, I think we have seen changes over the last couple of years in terms of how the networks are are, are working together with the affiliates and the merchants, and, and that is that is only a good thing. Um, certainly, LinkShare and even CJ have, have made changes that have been brought around by affiliate pressure and from merchant discussions to to change how they do things and to make things better for everybody. Uh, I think one of the, the key changes I saw on CJ um, this year was the fact they outlawed the use of uh, of affiliates using third party software to uh, to bid on um, merchants' domain names and the like. Now. And that's just one part of the part of the the, the game. I mean, so they've, they've eventually got to stop people from doing it with the, with the first party software, with their own software. But we'll see that that's a, 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 a start along the way. Uh, a link share again with their system of, of tracking down, or not tracking down, but uh, registering all their affiliates and making sure they know exactly who everybody is. Means that uh, for a merchant, you can be sure that when you work with somebody, their information and, and who they really are is is exactly what's listed in the network. And I think that is a, a key thing. It's uh, uh, it is a business built. Uh, primarily on trust of, uh, of knowing what your affiliates are doing and trust them to do the right thing for you. And again, for the affiliates, to trust the merchants and, and trust that the tracking is in place. And uh, I think trust can only be uh, made stronger by the fact that everybody knows who everybody else is in the industry. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions about the industry itself. I mean, you've you've been around long enough to see the changes that have come, not just what CJ and Linkshare have been doing, but some of the changes from uh, affiliate, from some of the parasites popping on affiliate traffic, and now basically going hog wild on on merchant uh, type ins, uh, redirects, or organic or PPC buys. Do you think that's helping the industry in any way, shape, or form? 
Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to repeat that. My browser crashed, and I was completely distracted by restarting the whole thing. Okay. Uh, basically, when I, my question was, we've seen that the parasites, or the so-called parasites, have stopped popping on affiliate traffic for the most part. I mean, it's almost negligible now. But instead, they've gone after uh, the merchant traffic, meaning anything organic, PPC-wise, or direct type-in. Uh, do you... Do you see that as benefiting, adding incremental value or anything good for the industry as a whole? I mean, doesn't it basically nullify the merchant cookie terms if the, if the parasite can just overwrite the, uh, the traffic immediately uh, because of the fact that they're allowed into the program? Um, I, I think, I think the affiliates using AdWare have been targeting the, the merchants' uh, domains and keywords and organic traffic for, for a very long time, and I... Uh, that has certainly been one of my uh, my fastest and best approaches for actually educating emerging in, in why AdWare is, is bad for them, full stop. Um, regardless if you look at it as an affiliate point of view or a PPC point of view or, or organic, I mean, at the end of the day, AdWare is, is all about targeting their domain name and targeting their keywords and targeting their trademarks. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't add any value at any part of a purchase chain. I mean, it doesn't matter how many, how many times an AdWare is out there, you know, Saying that they're doing a great thing by by making a pop up when when somebody's on somebody's website already, uh, I'm not going to believe it. And, and nothing I've I've seen can say to me that these guys are adding any value to the to a merchant's business. Um, when I've done experiments myself in terms of you know looking at whether an adware adds value um, to a merchant, it, it's very much proportional to the to the size of the domain name uh, or to the size of the brand. If you if you put an adware on on a small merchant, then in theory, uh, according to the adware guys, yeah, wonderful, they can add value to any merchant. Yet, if you run on a small brand, you get nothing. Nothing happens at all. If you target a a, a, a large brand with, with adware, boom, suddenly, yeah, they're making thousands of supposed transactions on behalf of that merchant. But the reality is they're, just, they're basically cannibalizing that merchant's brand by targeting the, a well-known brand and, uh, and, and adding nothing at all. Now, I think that with the merchant, with these adware now starting to target uh, even more the actual merchant's uh, brand and, and trademarks, this will, this will be a, a big wake-up call to the merchant say, hey, you know, hey, where were these guys adding value, and, and how come? Then, uh, you know, what, what what are they doing? How do they suppose they're adding value by actually targeting my trademark and, and my uh, domain name? There's there's nothing out there that that, um, that can make any merchant believe that these guys are adding value once you start to do the research and look at you know where their traffic is coming from. Um, there are kind of three concerns for me. There, one is that by targeting a, uh, a merchant's organic traffic, they are basically blocking the the real of that traffic. If if a, if a, if a uh, adware software is popping up on uh, on Google's uh, AdSense or Google's uh, sidebars and redirecting that traffic, then they're basically taking that traffic off Google. I mean, the merchants can look at their stats and, and not see Google as a source. They're going to see the adware popped in there and and, and redirected it. Um, so that that that's an issue of concern. The second concern there is that obviously they're going to be they're going to be increasing the cost. At the end of the day, the merchant's still paying for that click on Google, but the adware's coming in there and then inserting their own click or inserting their own commission and basically you know, doubling up or tripling up the actual cost of the, of the transaction for those merchants. And then this obviously leads to the fact that the, the relationship between the merchant and their other ad channels is destroyed because they're looking at this, this business saying, you know, well, but we aren't getting business from Google, we aren't getting business from Yahoo, we aren't getting business from a, a particular affiliate. It, it, it all appears to be coming from this, from this AdWare application. Now, if a, if a merchant's not educated on what's going on, then they're going to say, well, yeah, obviously Google's not working for us. It must be this... Uh, this adware that's doing the business, and it's all going to collapse for them. Right. There, are, there are three areas that, that worry me in terms of how the adware is, is, is damaging the business uh, as we move forward. And I can tell you, uh, actually, Kelly has been commenting in the chat room, 
saying that uh, there's a couple of OPMs out there that are, are using this. And to uneducated merchants, it's really showing some numbers that are, are phenomenal, of course, but it's really just fake. And uh, we need to, one of the things I think we continuously need to do is help educate the merchants, even though they're not our clients or they're not part of, of any type of organizational system that, that may be in place, but they need to know that this, those numbers and, or doing business like that is just costing them much, much more money in the long run. And affiliates who, who are on, on, going back to what you said, just out there for the quick buck and running the short run, that's, those two things are really are what's hurting this industry more than the trust factor or the lack of trust factor for, for some of these third parties out there. Uh, who you know everyone complains about, but realistically, what's hurting the industry is the actions of certain uneducated merchants and some opportunistic affiliates. And I think as we as we continue grow, to grow as an industry and within the industry as responsible parties, that we need to continuously educate Joe Blow affiliate and Joe Blow merchant, so we can and also the new OPMs so that they can see and grow the industry cohesively so we won't have direct regulation, because I think that might even be one of the worst things that happened to our industry. Look at what it did to, to health care in America. I mean, it, it, it's, just, it's just wrong, some of the things. And it, internally, I think we should be able to clean it up ourselves and then move forward as a cohesive unit, as ethical marketers. You know, we're going to have our, our rotten apples, but... You know, not as much as not as prevalent as 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 is out there today. Yeah, One of the things that I, 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 I mean, I applaud people like Andy Rodriguez who are out there doing the education and, and you know doing their courses and educating merchants and, and making sure people are aware of you know, what what is out there and what what is good for their programs. I mean, certainly we need more we need more of that. Maybe Andy can do a monthly monthly uh, training, or uh, we can have more people doing it. Unfortunately, being over in Thailand, it's a it's a bit of a long trip for people to make to get over here, and I'm still having problems with my American visa to actually get in there and do anything myself. Uh, but I think, yeah, certainly more education needs to be done uh, for the merchants. I think that, that is the, the, the key area where, where impact can be made. I think um, trying to ed- educate these affiliates on what they're doing wrong is, is a waste of time because they know what they're doing wrong and they know they're, they're opportunist and, and basically you know, cannibalizing everybody else's business. So it, it really does come down to, uh, to educating those merchants on, on what is the right way to do business and, and what is good and what is bad for their businesses. Well, I think also another good process uh, that you've implemented and Andy's implemented is by pushing ethical networks like ShareSale and, and the new uh, share results. And as these things come further into the marketplace and get a better uh, foothold uh, and become more of a, a commonplace for honest, for to be known as honest uh, and really trusted, trusted third parties, I think more and more merchants will gravitate towards it as the affiliates are and the industry will go through another cleansing process and continuously do this as the merchants become more educated. And we notice uh, uh, Brian, Brian has gotten a couple of OPMs, in-house OPMs, share sale OPMs, uh, including Carol and Tang, which are only, only benefiting the industry because now they've got these merchants have, have got real ethical OPMs running the programs for them, and and share results, same thing. They've got program managers for each one of the, the different programs also. And that's, I think, as we continue to grow, uh, is, is only going to benefit the industry and the learning process and the cleansing process as well. 
Oh, certainly. I mean, it, it's fantastic to have networks out there that are that are kind of leading the way on the ethical front. I mean, and certainly uh, Brian and Sheriff sort of were, were the first out there doing it, and it's, it's great to see others getting on that uh, uh, same uh, uh, mind thought there and and, and doing the business right. Um, uh, Sheriff is also certainly one of those out there now, and I believe also Carbungus is, is is certainly on the same sort of track now in terms of running a, an ethical network. So that's it's good to see more people doing it, and hopefully that will eventually put more pressure on the on the top team networks to do the same sort of thing. But but until they do, then certainly it's, it's great for merchants to have opportunity to go to a uh, a, uh, a network that they know that it's going to be uh, ethically and how they run things. And and certainly having Brian and Sheriff's having their own internal managers now is, is, is good news for the merchants in terms of having their programs managed correctly, but also, again, in, in educating the merchants in what is what is good affiliate marketing and what is bad affiliate marketing. Yep. What do you foresee the industry... In, Above and beyond this, do you, how do you foresee the industry kind of working its way out? Uh, I mean, we've seen Google with with the algo changes from Bourbon now to uh, to Jagger one, two, and three, and it's really causing havoc on a couple of affiliates. We've identified through through all these updates that Google considers affiliates some affiliates thin, meaning no no content or or no real reason for them to be number one in the SERPs. Uh, I mean, affiliate marketing is getting harder and harder by the day. How do you see... I think that... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please, please. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I certainly think as as we go down the road, I think think affiliates are going to become uh, tied to with merchants. I think we're going to see far more uh, integrated tracking and and far more support in terms of how the merchants are providing... um, uh, quality content and and details to to the affiliates. I, I think we are I think we are going to see a bit of a, a shrinkage in the business because again you are getting to the point where there are an awful lot of people coming to the affiliate business nowadays, uh, trying it out one way or another, not getting any success about it and, and and dropping out the business again. So I think we've gone through a couple of years of, of kind of boom where you've seen an awful lot of people get into affiliate marketing and and give it a go. Uh, and I think we're going to see a, a bit of shrinkage over the next couple of years where. Less people are getting involved, but the people who stick it out and uh, and work at it are going to get better and and add a lot more value to the to the business itself. So, I think that's that's one of the things we're we'll looking at over the next couple of years. Uh, certainly, I, I can see a lot more affiliates getting getting into a kind of hybrid merchant situation where they're starting to run their own businesses and and running uh, their own sites in in a cooperation with uh, with merchants. So, kind of a bit like white labeling or, or drop shipping. But certainly, I see that as being a a um, that's fast uh, approaching on the horizon as well. I definitely think white labeling is is one of the fantastic opportunities for the future. Uh, drop shipping is not really affiliate marketing, but white labeling definitely. Uh, drop shipping is a, a totally different animal to me. I think. Um, yeah. But, but both of them are fantastic opportunities for affiliates. That absolutely. Uh, do you see the? Mm, Marketplace changing by Google's actions, above and beyond the algorithm changes and, and the SERPs, do you see Google, by their acquisitions, their growth, and the way they're, what they're purchasing and how they're doing things, affecting affiliate marketing in the future, or do you see it just, it, they're just trying to get bigger and bigger? I think Google's realized that, 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 that whilst they initially had a, a, a fantastic search engine, everybody loved it, and it was fast, and it came up with relevant results, it, it's got to a point where uh, not everything that comes up is, is relevant anymore. 
and I think they they realise they've got to have a bit of a clean out. Um, and obviously, this is affecting um, good people and bad people alike in terms of, of what is what is the index. Uh, so I think they they've really got to clean up a bit. I mean, you've got more pressure from MSN and, and Yahoo from their searches, and there's always going to be somebody else out there trying to develop the next best search engine. So I think they have got to look at what they can do to make their their results more uh, relevant now. Um, Unfortunately, obviously, more relevant can generally mean that the merchant is is the guy coming up um, on top. As uh, unfortunate for the affiliate, obviously, but uh, um, as far as the consumer is concerned, then obviously, if they can get uh, directly to their to the merchant site, that that's uh, what they want to do. Um, so I do see Google putting more emphasis on actually bringing merchants to the top of those of the search results as opposed to affiliate sites at the top. I mean, certainly, I think it's going to be a as you've seen, it's going to be a lot more emphasis on the affiliates to, to add content and, and make their sites, um, I think the words, uh, thicker as opposed to thinner in exactly, the yeah. present term we're looking at. So I think we are going to see a lot more pressure on affiliates to do more to, to add um, uh, unique content to their sites in order to be able to, to get listed in Google. Uh, um, whether it will get to the point where Google suddenly says, okay, we're, only going to, we're actually going to vet all the sites that get in, that might be something that we end up seeing down the line. Well, actually, someone posted, one of the affiliate managers on the board today posted something about, do you think Google-Mall would be a good idea, where basically Google, not through frugal, but Google copied what Amazon did uh, and then offered the services, that w- offered the products not on a, on a pay-per-click, but as a, uh, a CPA-type situation to the merchants. Do you, do you see something like that happening in the future? I, I certainly see Google get into everything down the line. Uh, if they if they were to launch their own Google Mall down the line, that that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, they're they're getting into everything else. Uh, uh, directly into e-commerce is really just a small step for them. I, I think. I mean, I was I've been surprised really at how how slowly Frugal has actually moved along. It seems to have launched and it's been left there to you know just do its little thing. And uh, I I was certainly surprised they haven't done more with it. And maybe the reason they haven't done more with it is because they have got uh, bigger plans for e-commerce um, coming up down the line. I, I agree. I agree, and I think it's just uh, we need to, we as affiliates and marketers need to stick together and continuously uh, stay abreast of the, the issues in the marketplace, uh, pick the good merchants to convert so we can have longevity, and uh, work with great OPMs such as yourself, Andy, and, uh, and good networks to uh, maximize our earnings potential to uh, to stay abreast and move forward cohesively in the industry and move it to a way that uh, that it definitely should be moving forward in. Um, Homeland Security. We we miss miss seeing Chris Anderson because of of some issues, but uh, what do you foresee marketing-wise or event-wise that... uh, uh, there's been some talk about a, a get-together, probably doing something in Canada, uh, maybe doing something in other areas. Uh, I know you went to a, the LinkShare uh, event in, in Japan. Uh, how, can we, how can we get in contact and have, have good online, online or offline conferences where we can uh, get involved with uh, Chris Anderson and team AMWSO? <laughs> Uh, well, I think you're probably going to see more of my my, uh, my team over in America this year as opposed to me. I, I, I've spent enough money at the American Embassy trying to get my visa processed, and uh, I'm fed up of giving away free money to the to the embassy here. So I think we're going to see more of my staff coming over for the for the LinkedIn and CJ events in the USA over the next uh, over this year or the next year. Sorry, 
Uh, for myself, I, I, we're looking at putting together a small event in Singapore, maybe a gathering of like 20 or 30 affiliates from the Asia region. I mean, Asia is certainly a growing uh, area for affiliates and for e-commerce. So uh, we want to try and put together a small uh, initial gathering in, uh, in Singapore in, in January next year. Uh, and then I shall be again hitting over to um, to uh, Japan. They have uh, two two um, share events in Japan uh, each year, so I should try and get to both of those as well. Um, and I think next year I should probably try and get to attack in in, uh, in China or maybe attack in the UK as well to try and see what's going on at those events. Because uh, ultimately the USA is still a bit close to me. Um, Canada, I mean, I, I should I should hope to be in Canada again in probably January or February next year as well. So I shall be. On the fringes of America, but not quite getting in yet. Um, I guess that's not going to change any time until we uh, we see a change of government in the USA. Gotcha. So, but you're saying in January you're thinking of Canada? Uh, probably late. Well, we've got the we've got the Singapore event in uh, around the uh, third week of, of January, so it might probably be, it will probably be February before I get it to Canada. But uh, I would imagine uh, probably not Valentine's. My wife will kill me. But uh, shortly after Valentine's, I shall head over to Canada for sure. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, while uh, le- while we're wrapping up the show, uh, which has been nothing but an honor because you're one of my favorite people out there, you know that, Chris. Uh, why don't you go Thank through some of the different programs uh, that you do manage and uh, some contact information for you? Uh, sorry to say that again. I, I didn't quite catch it. I'm saying you mentioned some of the programs that you do manage and uh, give out some contact information for yourself, please. No problem. Uh, we basically run a range of um, 15 or to 20 programs. Uh, probably our biggest programs right now are uh, Good Times Entertainment, um, who sell the uh, fitness products by uh, Billy Blanks and other, uh, other uh, TV stars in terms of fitness. We run uh, Panda Software on CJ, selling antivirus software. Uh, we sell uh, martial arts gear to uh, My Century Fitness and My Century Gym. We do. Um, where's my website gone? There we go. Uh, we do uh, bar gear and grills through Deluxe Grills and uh, Kegworks. They're basically the same company, offering a range of different products uh, in that area. We do uh, plush toys through Bill Bam, a range of uh, gift jewelry and uh, products that imitate the uh, the latest fashions that the superstars are wearing, and of course Mondira, who sell the uh, high-end uh, diamonds and uh, and uh, luxury jewelry. And uh, my Celtic jeweler, who sell the Irish and uh, Celtic uh, wedding jewelry as well. Um, and not forgetting Pierce Body, who do body jewelry, so a full range of jewelry for anybody who wants to do jewelry at all. Um, on top of that, we have uh, United Shades, who are selling um, sunglasses, and I must mention they just moved from Link Share to ShareSell, so that's one for everybody who's a fan of ShareSell. They're out there right now waiting for your, your uh, support. Uh, and last but not least, we have uh, Jobs and Sports who sell, uh, sorry, not sell, but uh, offer subscriptions to a sports-based uh, jobs database, and uh, DriveWorks who uh, do the uh, car parts and car accessories. Uh, the information for all of those can be found on our website at uh, amwso.com. That's amwso.com, obviously. Uh, and everything's there with the content information and the details of what's available for each of those programs. Perfect. And lest we forget, uh, Great Skin. Uh, great skin, yes, I, <laughs> I forgot great skin. Yeah, great skin's a funny one actually. They they've been uh, bimbling along quite slowly, but they they actually have a very good conversion rate. So it, it's it's been a bit of a mystery to us as to why they haven't really picked up and and uh, and grown very very fast because they they do convert very well, but uh, uh, for some reason they seem to be get skipped over as, as we've just seen. <laughs> exactly. No, definitely a good program. Definitely a good one. Chris, I I really want to thank you for getting up at 
had an ungodly hour, they joke, <laughs> then you'll, you'll, I guarantee you'll, you'll honor, trust, and make a lot of money with this man. Jump on board with his programs. Go to amwso.com. Poke around, look around, learn, earn, and grow. With that, Chris, thank you for being on our show. Everyone, thank right, you. Take care, you. and God bless.